This message was preached as pulpit supply by Jared File. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it is beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. You can turn in your Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 11. The passage that Tom read, we're very familiar with it. It's the Lord's Supper. It's it's Jesus meeting with his disciples and... and um, giving them the bread which represented his body, the cup which represented his blood that was shed for us. And the last verse that he read, those words that are all familiar for us, do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. We are called to remember. And in Scripture, it tells us so often that we need to remember things. Uh, The passage in Ecclesiastes we're looking at today calls us to remember and, um, for instance, another passage uh, in, in Revelation, uh, that church that had lost its first love, Jesus tells that church that had lost its first love to remember from where they had fallen. Okay? Uh, that's actually one of the church revitalization um, principles. It's remember from where you've fallen. Remember the past. Remember what the, the grace that God has given the church. Remember those good things that God has done. And, and, and those remembering, when we remember the faithfulness of God in the past, it ought to cause us to praise Him. Uh, when when the, the people crossed over the Jordan, they built a monument, right? And that monument was supposed to remind them uh, and, so, and also remind their children so that whenever their children ask, what does this stone mean? You tell them about the grace of God and how He delivered His people out of Egypt and how He uh, led His people into the promised land to take possession of the land. And so often God tells us to remember. Well, here the author of Ecclesiastes, the preacher, calls us to remember our Creator. Begin reading in verse 7. Light is sweet, and it's pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. So if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in all of them. But let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. All that comes is vanity. Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes. But know that for all these things God will bring you into judgment. Remove vexation from your heart. And put away pain from your body, for youth and the dawn of life are vanity. Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come, before the years draw near, of which you say, I have no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened and the clouds return after the rain. In the day When the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men are bent and the grinders cease because they are few and those who look through the windows are dimmed and the doors on the street are shut. When the sound of the grinding is low and one rises up at the sound of a bird 
and all the daughters of song are brought low. They are afraid also of what is high, and the terrors are in the way. The almond tree blossoms, the grasshopper drags itself along, and desire fails because man is going to his eternal home, and the mourners go about the streets. Before the silver cord is snapped, or the golden bowl is broken, or the pitcher is shattered at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. And the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. All is vanity. Let's pray. Father, we do pray that you would open our eyes and open our ears to see what your word says to us. Lord, give us an open heart, Lord, to to receive your word, to hear from you. That's what we're here for, Lord, to hear from you. Lord, we love you. Pray that you would be pleased uh, with what uh, what we're here to do today, and that is worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. The preacher begins here, light is sweet, and it's pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. He's saying, life is good. Life is good. Light is sweet. It's, it's, like, it's like honey. The, the pleasure of, of, of seeing the light, and, and it is good for the eyes, it's pleasant for the eyes to see the sun while we're alive. While we can open our eyes and we can see the sun. It's good to go outside, get some fresh air. But it's also just good to be alive. Death is the enemy. Now oftentimes we we think about death in terms of being released from this prison house. But death is the enemy. Our hope is not to somehow be released, but our hope is in the resurrection. When Jesus returns, our, our spirits aren't going to be disembodied spirits forever. But when we die, He's coming again and He will raise us up no, you know, there, there will be people who were, who were uh, you know, buried at sea. There will be people who were, who were burned. But all of those people will be there on that day whenever Jesus returns. And there is a resurrection. I, I believe when we, when we are glorified in our bodies, that is what we're hoping for. Not to be released from this world, but for the resurrection to come. That's our hope. Life is good. Then he says, So a person lives many years. Let him rejoice in them all. But let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. All that comes is vanity. Because life is good, it's good to have a long life. If a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. Whether you're young, or whether you're middle-aged, or whether you're old, life is good. So rejoice. Rejoice that God has given you another breath, 
that God has given you the, the ability to see the light of day and just see its sweetness that he speaks of. But remember, he tells us, remember that the days of darkness will be many. He's contrasting light and darkness. The days of light that we can go out and see the fresh air, that we can enjoy what God has given us. That's good, but the days of darkness are coming. The days of darkness, he says, will be many. He says all that comes is vanity. Remember, from the perspective of the preacher, he doesn't know about what's coming. He does, he's from the Old Testament perspective, and he keeps saying all along about how they both go to the same place, both the animal and the human being, both the wicked and the righteous. They both go to the same place. He doesn't know. Somehow there's a hint, because he knows we're all going to stand in judgment before God. But he doesn't know about this resurrection, this is revealed more clearly in the New Testament when Jesus defeats death. And we have that hope because He will come again. So from the preacher, whenever he says, the days of darkness will be many, enjoy life now when you have light, but you're going to die and the days of darkness will be many. And he remembers, he says, all is vanity. All is vanity. Verse 9, rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes, but know that for all these things God will bring you into judgment. He's very positive here. He says, rejoice, rejoice, O young man, in your youth. So often young men and young people think of themselves as invulnerable. They think that they're invincible, that nothing bad can happen to them. And we often see people do some foolish things when they're young. Here we see two things. One, the preacher is telling those young people, rejoice! He says something really strange. He says, follow after your heart and the delight of your eyes. Which is the opposite of what we see in Numbers. In Numbers, God tells us not to follow after our hearts. But the preacher here tells us, follow after the ways, walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. But then he reminds us of something. No. That for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. He's, a re he's reminding us something. Enjoy life. Make the most of it. Don't squander it away. And don't make foolish choices. Remember, in our youth, that for all those things we do when we think we're inv invincible, one day... God will bring us into judgment. 
there's a little bit of a awkwardness when we may read this. I'm 41. And I'm not going to guess anybody else's age. And I read this and I can already feel at 41, and, and I mean, I know a lot of you probably think, well, he's just a kid. <laughs> but even at 41, I read this and I think, man, I've, I've let a lot of my youth go. I, I should be so far beyond where I am now. I wonder, you know, can this really even apply to me anymore at 41? My kids are just a couple of years from being out of high school. I mean, my oldest daughter. She's just started high school this year. You know, Four more years. And life is just going by so quickly. It seems like just yesterday I was starting high school. Now my, my daughter is. Where has my youth gone? I think we would need to remember... As we look at this text, if we don't feel like we're still young, remember verse 7 and verse 8. So if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. If the dark days haven't come yet for you, you're still young. <laughs> if the dark days haven't come for you, you're still young. Rejoice, O young man, in your youth. And let... Your heart cheer you for the days, in the days of your youth. He says, remove vexation from your heart and put away pain from your body. For youth and the dawn of life are vanity. Don't be worried. Don't be angry. Put away those things from your heart. Enjoy your youth. He tells the young man. And then in, verse, in chapter 12, he tells us to remember again. He's already said remember in verse 8. Remember that the days of darkness will be many. Now he tells us remember also your creator in the days of your youth. Before the evil days come. That, the days of darkness, the evil days that he's talking about. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth, but before the evil days come and the years draw near in which you say, I have no pleasure in them. Often we remember the, the text where we hear, today is the day of salvation. Last week we, or yeah, it was last week, we looked at cast your bread on the waters. Don't be paralyzed because of, of the uncertainty of life, but, but just take a risk. Go out and do something rather than just sitting back. Make an investment. Here, he tells us, remember your Creator in the days of your youth. We might be tempted to live like we're invincible, especially those who are younger. And the older we get, the wiser we get, and we realize... We're not as invincible as we thought. I can think of my own life. And I think I was in my early 20s when I started to get 
certain symptoms of my body and I, and I, I thought, I'm getting old and I'm only 22. <laughs> remember your Creator. He, he tells us this, remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Here's a question. These two commands were given. Rejoice, O young man, and then remember your Creator. The question is, is the second one, remember your Creator, or remember that God will bring you into judgment, are, are those things meant to curb our joy? I don't think so. I think actually they're, remembered, they're, they're there to enhance our joy. To enhance our joy. The fact that we remember our Creator should cause us to rejoice all the more. Think of when Jesus gave the disciples that bread and that wine. And He said, do this in remembrance of Me. He didn't mean that we ought to have communion like a funeral dirge. But we celebrate that Jesus gave His body and His blood to be broken and shed for us. It ought to cause us joy when we do this in remembrance of Him. And when the Old Testament tells God's people to remember what God has done, it's always to cause them to praise Him. Remember that God delivered you from Egypt. Remember that God helped you to, cause, to cross the Red Sea and take possession of the land. Remember all these things. And he tells us here, remember your Creator. Remember Him. Rejoice in your youth. And remember your Creator because remembering your Creator will cause you to rejoice all the more. It says, Remember before the evil day comes and the years draw near of which I, you say, I have no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened and the clouds return after the rain. He shows there the, the, the scene of a a storm gathering on the land there, the promised land. And the clouds all gather and it darkens out the sun. He says, remember Him before it's too late. Light is sweet now, but there'll come a day when the light will shine no more. Then he begins to talk in terms of most of, many have, have seen this as an allegory. Now, allegories are, are a hard thing to try to interpret sometimes because so often an allegory, um, you can just make anything up and try to, to make a, an allegory uh, walk on all fours, so to speak. But here I think he's using this, this picture to describe the process of aging. In the days when the keepers of the house tremble. What are the keepers of the house? Well, what you use to defend yourself would be your hands. 
You can think of in aging, the hands begin to tremble. The keepers of the house tremble. And the strong men are bent. That those strong men that carry us all the time are our legs. And those legs become bowed as we get older. And the grinders cease because there are few. The grinders will be our teeth. And we, we use them to, to grind up our food. But it says here the grinders cease because they're few. And they didn't have the dental techniques that we have today, so the, their, their teeth would, would fall out as they get older, and they didn't have as many teeth, so they would cease because they didn't have any teeth left. And those who look through the windows are dimmed, our eyes. We look out to see the light, but we didn't have those glasses. And it's dimmed. Can't see like we used to be able to see. And the doors are shut when the sound of the grinding is low. The doors are shut, our ears. We can't hear as well anymore. And one rises up at the sound of the bird. Even though the you can't hear as well, you can't sleep well anymore. You rise up at the sound of a bird. You wake up early in the morning when the birds just begin to chirp. And the daughters of song are brought low. I think maybe the vocal cords. The daughters of song are brought low. We can't sing like we used to. They're, they're afraid also of what is high and terrors in the way. You have difficulty going up steps. And it seems like there's so many obstacles that you have to navigate that you didn't have to worry so much about when you were young. The almond tree blossoms. <laughs> the almond tree blossoms. What is that? Um, the suggestion... No reason to be dogmatic here about it, but the suggestion was that the almond tree in, in Israel, whenever it would bloom, it would have this, this white, the white flowers on it, and it would look like the, the aged white hair of an older man. The almond tree blossoms, and the grasshopper drag, drags itself along. The grasshopper would be the picture of agility. You know, uh, the grasshopper, uh, what we used to be, in our agile youth, now we just drag ourselves along. And desire fails. The literal um, words there for desire fails, it would be the caper, the caper berry becomes ineffective. Um, what I read was that the caper berry was thought to increase appetite. And you know, uh, I, a little over a year ago, when I was um, sitting by my grandfather's bed as he was on hospice, one of the things that became so apparent we knew death was approaching was that his appetite decreased and decreased and decreased. He, he just wouldn't eat anymore. 
Not even the caperberry that was supposed to uh, increase appetite could cause them to want to eat. It, was, it became ineffective. Desire fails because man is going to his eternal home. And the mourners go about in the streets. The mourners are already outside gathering, waiting for the funeral. Before. What is this before? It's kind of... We need to remember... Uh, go back to came er, what came earlier. Um, he said, Remember your Creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come. And before the sun and the light and the moon um, and the stars are darkened. And then before the silver cord is broken. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth before the silver cord is broken or snapped and the golden bowl is broken. It has a picture of kind of a lamp hanging, like a golden lamp that's hung by a silver cord. The silver cord is broken and the lamp falls to the ground and it smashes. No longer have any light. Or... The pitcher is broken. You, you go to the well to get water out, but the pitcher's broken and you can't get anything anymore. Or the wheel, the pulley system on the well, that you reach down into the well to get the water and draw it out. The wheel's broken. Remember your Creator before it comes to that point. And the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. Here, the preacher reminds us of what God told Adam and Eve after they fell. To dust they would return. And it happens to all of us. Death is coming. The dust returns to the earth and he says the spirit returns to God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. All is vanity. But not all is vanity. From the perspective of the world, from the perspective of under the sun, we have seen that everything seems vanity. The man and the dog go, both go into the grave. The righteous and the wicked both go into the grave. But in contrast, we know that Jesus defeated death. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Jesus has defeated death. Which means all the more we should remember Him in our youth. Remember Him while we still have time. Remember Him as long as He gives breath in our lungs. Remember Him before it's too late. Remember Him because one day God will bring us into judgment. For all that we've done. 
remember him because he's been good to us. He has sent Jesus to take our place. He has sent Jesus to come and live a perfect, sinless life. He has sent Jesus to take upon himself the cross, all of its shame, and he took upon us, uh, he took upon himself our shame, and he took upon himself our guilt, and he defeated death. Live this life to the fullest. Enjoy it. Rejoice while we still have it and remember our Creator before it's too late.